0: Hola, hello. Thank you for tuning in to Mujeres in the Know. Hey everyone, it's Natalie here. I'm so excited to have another episode. Um, I have a super amazing guest for this episode. I'm so excited that she agreed to be a guest. Her name is Ruby Monique de la Cruz. She is Miss Texas Belleza Latina for 2020-2021. We're going to talk to her about her story and she's going to share some things she's been through. The topic we're going to be talking about is domestic violence. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. She actually has experienced domestic violence in her life and she uses her platform to spread awareness on that important issue as well as others. And we'll talk to her and ask her some questions about that. It is a touchy topic, but it needs to be talked about more and there needs to be more awareness on it and we need to prevent it. Let's talk to Miss Ruby Monique de la Cruz about this and let's hear about her story. If you could share some of your story on your domestic violence experience, when this happened to you, did you feel or have any clues it could escalate to domestic violence?
1: So the first, I've actually had two situations. Um with domestic violence and dating violence. Um, The first time I did not think it would lead to domestic violence at all. I had never actually experienced domestic violence. It was my first real relationship. I was in high school and I don't even think that I knew that dating violence, violence and domestic violence existed. So I really had no idea. The second time, I actually didn't think domestic violence was possible in that relationship. The person I was with, he seemed to be a very level-headed, you know, caring person. And um, I didn't think that he would be the type to partake in domestic violence.
0: Can you describe what was said to you or some of the things that were done to you?
1: So my first abuser was very controlling. He was manipulative. Um, He was deceitfully caring, for lack of a better term. He would stalk me. He would show up at everywhere I was at. He would show up at my church when I was taking care of children. He would show up at my house in the middle of the night. Um, He would make fake accounts to harass me and my friends. He would log into my social media accounts. Um, He was very, very controlling. He did not allow me to have friends. He wouldn't allow me to uh, go to the gym, to compete in pageantry. Everything was just very, very controlled. My second abuser... Like I said, he seemed to be a very nice person. Um, He seemed to care about me. He seemed to care about the future that we had together. He was very caring, Um, until something did not go his way. Um, If I said something he didn't like, if something that he didn't want to happen happened, it was just a mess. He would be verbally abusive, he was physically abusive, and it was just a very, very bad time.
0: Yes, if you could, Tell me, uh, Ruby, how long were you in these situations for, for both of them? And when did you decide to do something about it?
1: My first abusive relationship, it was about three years. I was very young. I was about 17, 18. Um, I didn't know what to do. Um, I tried to cut ties and it just wasn't—it wasn't okay for him. He would not accept the fact that I was cutting ties with him. He would show up. Everywhere he would, you know, call me nonstop from different numbers, uh, message me from different places, and it wasn't till he was arrested for stabbing my second abuser, who I was with at the time, that he somewhat left me alone. He didn't completely leave me alone, he would still bother me if he sees me out on the street. Actually, I think it happened last year. He uh, tried to follow me home, so it hasn't completely stopped. But it was three years that I was in that relationship. It was a very, very hard relationship for for a teenager to go through. The second relationship that I was in, it was about maybe less than a year. He had been a little abusive towards me throughout the maybe nine months that we were together. Um, It was my first time, you know, I had moved out. I considered myself an adult and i really didn't know where to turn i didn't want to involve my family either time i didn't want to involve my friends either time for fear that something would happen to them so it wasn't until my 21st birthday we went out we had a nice dinner um we had some time with my friends that he we went home and he broke my phone in half he took all of my money he took my keys he um took my mom had just bought me a brand new beautiful uh Texas pendant, he ripped it off of me, and he beat me until I was, I had to pretend to be unconscious. So it was in that moment that I thought to myself, I was like, you know what, it's now or never. I have to get out of here somehow. That was actually terrifying. I didn't know that I was gonna make it through the night. And I was just praying that it would be over and that I could find a way out.
0: I'm so sorry, Ruby, that you went through that. And I'm just happy to know that you're good now and that everything's gonna be okay. Did you seek any assistance or did you reach out to any community organization that helps victims of domestic violence? I actually didn't. I did
1: not reach out for help with family, friends, or any community organizations. I was scared for myself, my friends, and my family. But after my second encounter with a domestic violence relationship, I was blessed enough to have my family and my friends there for me. It was my first time letting them know that I had been through any situations like this and they were shocked to just... Know that I had been dealing with this for almost five years. I know that not a lot of victims are lucky enough to have loved ones that are able to help or um, they're not able to talk to their loved ones in, in regards to help. So that's why I have a huge heart for our local women shelters, like the Friendship of Women and Mujeres Unidas.
0: That's awesome, thank you for sharing. What advice would you give to any woman who finds themselves in a situation as you were in, and is there any action or strategy a victim should try to use?
1: So the first thing is, I believe that they should know that love shouldn't hurt. The actions of your abusers are not your fault and victims did nothing to deserve the situation that they're in. Um, I definitely think that they should reach out for help with someone that they trust, whether it be friends or a family member. I do know how hard it is. I especially know how hard it is for um, the family members or the friends to hear what their loved one is going through, but it's best for them in the long run because whether they have children, whether they're by themselves, they need to find a way out of the situation. And if they can keep evidence of their abuse, that would be, you know, vital. Um, If they're trying to press charges, if they're trying to, you know, just escape the abuse, make a plan to leave and know where you can go for help and who you can go to.
0: That's great advice. Thank you for sharing, Ruby. I'm so glad that you are transparent and you're honest. So I really appreciate that. And we're gonna switch it up. Where were you born and raised and have you always lived in the Rio Grande Valley? So I was born and raised
1: in Brownsville, Texas, and yes, I've always lived in the Rio Grande Valley. The Rio Grande Valley is my home, and I don't know if I can ever leave. I love the valley way too much.
0: Where did you attend school, and where'd you get your education at?
1: So I actually graduated high school in 2013. Um, After that, I graduated um, from UTRGV here in Brownsville with a bachelor's degree in political science and a bachelor's degree in criminal justice. Most recently, I graduated from St. Mary's University School of Law with a Juris Doctorate degree. And I'm currently attending Full Sail University, um, getting a bachelor's degree in sports broadcasting.
0: Oh my gosh, I didn't know all that.
1: (laughs) I'm very, very school-oriented. Yes,
0: I've heard of Full Sail. It's it's a good school. It is. It's a very
1: good school. It's very different than any other school I've been to. What sports do you
0: like? My
1: favorite to watch is probably either football or basketball because it's so high paced. I love watching baseball. I love watching soccer. But football and basketball have to be my favorite.
0: Yes, same here. Same here. Is competing in a pageant something you've always desired to do or what was your inspiration to compete?
1: So before the age of 19, I never really had the desire to compete in a pageant. I did compete once when I was about 6 years old in a very like toddler and tiaras pageant. Um, But I never thought back about it, I never really wanted to go back. But when I was 19, I received a letter from the Miss Texas USA organization. And I decided to compete, but not at such a big level. I decided to do a couple of local level pageants like Miss Grand Valley, Miss South Texas, Miss Tropics of Texas to allow myself to gain the experience and hopefully be able to move on up to possibly Miss Texas. My inspiration to compete was, you know, pretty much to improve myself. I wanted to make great lifelong friends, which I have, and I just wanted to have the ability to create a platform that um, I could share with my community.
0: That's awesome. Well, I know that you won as Miss Texas Belleza Latina, and what are a couple of ways that you use your platform to bring awareness to important issues?
1: So as Miss Texas Belleza Latina, I strive to create awareness for domestic violence and dating violence. Um, Before uh, the whole coronavirus pandemic, I would go to schools and speak to students about warning signs and about uh, domestic violence awareness and about dating violence awareness as well. I would teach them the warning signs and what to do if you or they or someone they know were in the situation. Most recently, I created a campaign to uh, donate to the women at my local women's shelter. I received donations from maybe about 20 people, including my BS Latina sister queens and my Texas Galaxy sister queens and US Galaxy sister queens. So, we donated um, about 10 bags with um, essential items for women just to make them feel a little bit better about their situation and to make them feel like they're not necessarily in a women's shelter. I actually just donated all of those bags today. It was a great experience.
0: You're doing some amazing things. So, thank you so thank much. Thank you I for that. It. And can you share any future plans you have for
1: yourself? So I hope to take the bar exam uh, either this coming year or in 2022, um, whenever, you know, COVID allows the exams to be opened up again. And um, this coming August, I will be competing at Miss Belleza Latina International. It's a pageant system with Latina women from around the world. I did compete last year as Miss Texas Belleza Latina. I got to keep my title because of COVID and I got second runner-up, which was a really, really great experience. And for the future future, I hope to get married and start a family of my own and whatever else God has for me. Awesome. Is there anything else you would like to share with us? Um, I just thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share my story. And I hope that um, someone who possibly is in the situation that I was in or knows somebody that was in the situation that I was in. um, I hope it helps someone
0: of course thank you ruby for sharing your story i wanted to share the two organizations that ruby mentioned is one is friendship of woman and that's in brownsville and there's another one of course mujeres unidas in mccallan uh there in the valley if, if you are going through any situation right now where you're experiencing domestic violence or if you may know of someone that may be in the situation where they're experiencing domestic violence please call or reach out to these organizations and they can help you. That's what they're there for. They're there to help any woman or man, uh, that's in a situation where they're experiencing domestic violence. That's all for this episode of the Mujeres in the No podcast. And thank you so much for tuning in. I hope everybody's doing well and please remember to stay safe and cuidado, por favor. And until next time, this is Natalie here. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.